The attack on MI6 and the assassination of Sir Robert King appears to have been the handiwork of Victor Zocas, also known as Reynard the Anarchist. A few years ago, Reynard kidnapped King's daughter, Electra. I sent 009 to rescue Electra and kill Reynard. 009 shot Reynard in the head, but he survived and is now back for revenge. We anticipate Renard's next target will be Electra King. She's planning a trip to the Caucasus Mountains to examine her father's oil pipeline. Your mission is to escort Electra to the pipeline and protect her from danger. 007, you excel at destroying my equipment. You'll be without your stunner, since you nearly destroyed it in that fall you took from the hot air balloon. So if I don't have enough to do, I'll have to repair it while you're up in the mountains. Oh, yes. And don't forget that inflatable jacket I made for you. It can protect you from avalanche danger. James, don't mix business with pleasure. Remember, this is a shadow operation. Shadows stay in front or behind, never on top. Hello! And welcome to 60 Second Retro Gamer. I think we've become immune to it now. Yeah. I, I barely flinched. <laughs> Be- just barely. Yeah. Uh, today, we are reviewing another Bond game. Da, 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 da. It is The World Is Not Enough, or Le Monde Ne Suffit Pas, if you're en français. Um, <laughs> and it is on the PS1 and the N64. Um, we're reviewing both of them together because um, they are subtly different games. Uh, and we'll go into a bit more detail for that. I'm Simon Pryor. Joining me are Rich Hatton and, and Tremaine. I'm going to stop doing that eventually, I think, because I think by now... They're probably... People... Yeah, but there might be new listeners who go, who are these odd people? Who I'm are these to? fascinating people that talk at us? No, I wouldn't go that far. Is, is that too far? People is just, you know, pushing them oh, okay. a little bit. All right. <laughs> who are these fascinating creatures? That's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, World is Not Enough on the PS1 and the N64. Uh, back in the day, I only had it on the N64. I only um, had it on the PlayStation. You had it on the PlayStation. I've recently purchased it on the PlayStation for £2. Yeah. Including postage. So, Bargoon. Uh, yeah, didn't have to spend much. Um, and mm-hmm. the, the games are quite different from one another in that they're, they're both based on the same film, but they are completely different. Um, in that the the PS1 version has 11 levels and the N64 one has 14 levels and multiplayer. Mm. But the PS1 has clips from the film, uh, voice acting and um, a much smoother graphical style than the N64. Overall, it's the better game by a long shot. Unless you like multiplayer, in which case someone will say, well, just not enough is the better game. Yeah, I suppose. So yeah, in your face, Anthony. Multiplayer um, is not the be all and end all. It isn't. No, there. I've learnt that over the years. Least of all if it's online. <laughs> Least of all these days, where they're obsessed with it. Yeah. No, I, I've always, I, I'd never played the N sixty four one. I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. <clears throat> Hence why I've reviewed both of them, which I have to say was very difficult to fit into a minute. So, <laughs> if the review is quite long, it's my bad. Um, but I haven't finished the edit yet, so uh, yes, you have because they've watched the the review. As we're recording yes. this, I haven't yeah. finished the edit. Oh, we've spoiled it now. I think people <laughs> understand how these things work. You might not. And if um, not, then I haven't finished the edit yet. <laughs> but 
I've killed him. I've killed him. <coughs> so I'm in just <coughs> inhaling my own saliva. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it and I I played the N64 one, thinking, oh, you know, Goldeneye was ace, so maybe this one will be just as good. And it isn't by any stretch of the imagination. And the PlayStation one, I was really worried about it after playing Tomorrow Never Dies Again and it being so god-awful in comparison to what I remember it being like. And it was actually ace. Huh. It was, it was, I was pleasantly surprised going, this is actually still, I would play this quite happily now and have no bugbear against it. Yeah. Well, one, uh, <coughs> the key thing, the story again sort of vaguely follows that of the film. Um, probably a bit more faithfully in the PS1 version. Yeah, it does. But then there is a bit more to the N64 one, because obviously they're compensating for the fact there weren't any video clips or anything in the N64 one, so they, they put a couple of extra levels in yeah. instead. But uh, it all sort of works out that, right. That was quite nice, I will yeah. admit. I, I haven't played many of them, but I can imagine that they may have followed... Uh, there may have just been extra bits to the levels because I know there was yeah. a couple of levels that were like part two of the one before it yeah they, they like. might put a bit more to the original <clears> levels as they were yeah. presented but they're both developed by different uh, games studios as well so yeah. uh, but I mean case in point the uh, the skiing level on the N64 is completely different to the uh, the one on the uh, uh, the PS1 yes it's, it's terrible and almost un fairly hard yeah it's, it's not it's, very good the aiming system doesn't seem to work particularly no well. I mean, it's, it's just the way like I was skiing down this hill happy as Larry and it suddenly said out of nowhere you have failed to destroy the generator and it was only then I realised oh was that the big red thing I went past and there was no indication that I had to do anything to it like, yeah. nice one yeah don't tell me what I'm supposed to do then just automatically and I love the fact that when you fail a mission you can still carry on yeah What's the fucking point? For, for about point? a minute after after it's told you you failed. Oh, I mean, what's the point in that? Just end the level there. Just finish. Yeah, it's finish. The, the level's bad enough as it is. I don't want to carry on playing it when I fail. No, it's just oh, it's just they hadn't put any effort into it. <clears throat> to be honest, it just felt like they didn't bother. Well, um, talking of not bothering, the voice <laughs> acting. Oh, good God! I mean, John Cleese turned up, but then he'll do anything for the cash, won't he? Yeah, so, um, I mean, he. he ain't, he only turned up in the PlayStation one, which again... Puts yeah, well, there's no voice acting at all because the, end, the cartridge can't really support no, much it, it, in the way of voice. The there's a bit of it in yeah, the N64, but much. there's a lot more in the briefings, especially for the yeah. PS1. But, I mean, even but there's then, a really bad impression of Judy Dench, yeah. a really bad money penny, and uh, yeah, Samantha John Cleese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the one thing I will give it, though, is that the voice acting in the PlayStation one, although still being terrible, was better the actors actually sounded like they were putting a bit of effort into it. It was the ones yeah. in... Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, no, the the N64 one were awful. I it think was, it was the same people, to be honest. It's just the, uh, the, the, the audio quality Maybe, was, was I don't lower. know, but they, they'd obviously recorded the lines twice. Yeah. Because the voice what's acting... What's the point in... What's the point in living if you can't feel, feel alive. alive? Oh, come on, love. Put some effort into it. It was just. You don't even sound like Sophie Marceau. No, it was just in general. It just wasn't a very well put together game. The N sixty four. The graphics were bland and boring. But it did have multiplayer. Yes, it had. Yeah, I'll give it that. It did have quite fun multiplayer, but <clears throat> it has its moments. That I was. Admit. That was the only. That's the only thing that really 
puts it above the PlayStation one, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. That's a bit just, of multiplayer. Yeah, and and the music was redone versions of the score from the film. Yeah, which was quite nice. Which I class as the best Bond score that I've heard anyway. And it was just, uh, it just the cutscenes were awful as well. Yeah. It's just like, oh, is this supposed to be like replicating the film? Because you're not doing a very good job. Well, one thing about the game as well is it doesn't... One thing we did notice, especially on the first levels, it doesn't spoon-feed you with telling you what you're supposed to do. No. It's like you uh, you had to get past the guard. It didn't tell you how to do that. So you trying to zap him <laughs> with your little taser. Yeah, with that my that little really phone. Work. No, yeah. I didn't do it. Fuck off. I tried um, to get him with the high-frequency pen. Yeah. But that doesn't actually harm them in any way. No. In the end, so, turn, I had to shoot them. That, yeah. I think that's... You have to actually go into the menu, activate the gun. Yeah. The, the, the width of the PPK. Which I think was quite good because you had to deactivate it, otherwise it would go off when you went through the alarm. Yeah. But um, it was just... I think I think that's just from being spoiled with too much espionage games yeah. and going, oh, I, I shouldn't shoot him because that'll set the alarm off. When in fact, that's exactly what I had to do, was just shoot him and carry on. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just... It didn't work for me. The N sixty four one just failed. <laughs> I think the one one thing that we may do when we, if as and when we do go back and replay it would be to um, have the N sixty four version for the multiplayer side and then actually play story mode on the the PS one. Yeah, I think do it that way. That is the main. I mean, the multiplayer was good in um, well in the N sixty four one. Yeah, I will give it that. Even if you, if you play against the AI, it will tend to. Just whoop you. Kick your ass, but that's because it can kill you in one shot. But that's because it's, it's got the, the golden gun. That's because it's the AI and the AI can cheat yeah. quite easily. But uh, As it often does. Yes, but against a, 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 a chum, it's quite fun. Yeah, to, as uh, we found. Yes. Yeah, I st- actually need to get another N64 pad or two so we can have uh, at least uh, a three-way, maybe yeah. even a four-way. Mm-hmm. Which was... Uh, Be a bit fruity. Yes. Yeah. Tooty fruity. Yes. Tooty. Oh, Juicy fruits. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I, I quite like the look of the PS One game. I'm willing to to play through the world as not enough on the N sixty four just to see what the differences are. But it's going to take me a bit of time to get used to the controls again because obviously it's um, mm. it's a bit fiddly. Given it's, it's a PS1 bit era. fiddly. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've nudged the stick. Oh, I I really cannot aim. I really. <laughs> That's just, normal, isn't well, it? Well, yeah, I know, but even more so than normal, I just couldn't hit anything because the aiming system was so touchy fiddly truly diabolical yeah it was just awful if I had to compare them it to was a summer's day no not no, quite oh, okay. no, to, a, to a rainy day um, it would have to be I think it would be the tomorrow never dies of the N64 right I'd go as far as to call it that because it just it didn't work at all it felt more challenging than it needed to be yeah and if that's really what if that's the version they class as being the second best Bond game underneath Goldeneye, then really, I worry if that's what people think is a yeah. really good game because it really just wasn't at just all. Wasn't. Whereas tomorrow, um, the world, the PlayStation one. But saying get, that, get I mean Goldeneye is still a. In retrospect, it's a bit ropey. So I mean. Yeah, but that one, there was something about that that really worked. It, it felt good to play. It felt quite nice. But oh, it's true to the film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that helps as well. Yeah, but it was this was just sort of like they didn't really try. It just felt like a typical tie-in. Whereas the the PlayStation one felt 
exceptional yeah. for a Titan. It was like, this is really a PlayStation. I mean, it's just the detail on, on his hand and his gun, which is the main thing you see. Was I'm quite a, glad that's all you see. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Bond's like. But Bond's member. Um, oh. <laughs> you don't... No, that, that, See, I, I didn't say it. You you went and said I, it. I went there. I, I say what people think. Um, and it, the, the detail on it was ridiculous. And like, even on the level designs were really detailed. As this well. is for, true. For a PlayStation game, it was very good. But the N64 was like, here's some smooth-looking tiles that really have no detail to them. I think with the PS1, it's coming to the end of its lifespan anyway, because it was around 99, 2000 it came out. Yeah. And the PS2 was out in 2000, was it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, around that, yeah. You know, towards the end of the um, the natural lifespan. Which, of for PS1, it to look anyway. that good at the end of its lifespan, for them still to put that much effort into it was impressive. Yeah. I'd say. And Most impressive. Indeed. That's my favourite Star Wars quote now. I <laughs> <laughs> seem to say it all the time. But, I mean, the only thing that the N64 one has on it is that it has got a few extra levels on it and multiplayer. Yeah. That's about it. And... It's not always enough. The pause menu's a lot clearer than, uh, <laughs> yeah. than the PlayStation one. But that's about it. And it has Motorola. I know Motorola's on both of them, actually. Yeah. It's, it's branded... Yeah, but they had to, I suppose. Yeah, but as most Bond films are. Yes, product placement. Mostly with BMW for quite a while. And yeah, back to Austin Martin. But either way, it just it just felt tacky. The N sixty four, whereas the PlayStation one has aged very well. Yeah, over time, which is good because, like I said, I was really worried that it was going to be shit after playing um, Tomorrow Never Dies again and going, oh, good grief, what's happened here? But it actually worked quite well. No, all good. I mean, I uh, I'd recommend playing it if you're into your Bond games. So it's worth giving a go. PS One yes. over N sixty four. It is the second best Bond game for PlayStation. The second best Bond game. Yes, to Goldeneye. <laughs> I would go that far. It it is very good. Okay. Well, um, if you have any questions uh, with regards to our review. Uh, or want to see any other games reviewed by us, send us an email to info at randomstoke.com or check out youtube.com forward slash randomstoke for all our videos or just go to randomstoke.com for everything on one website. So, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you have anything to, to ask, send us an email to that address. So, thank you for listening if you have been and we will see you next time. Goodbye for now. <laughs>